everybody. It's Amanda here with your insightful life. Um, If you are not already aware, not only are we in 2021, but um, January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month. And if we're connected anywhere on Facebook or LinkedIn um, or in real life, um, you'll know that I'm pretty freaking passionate about um, not just preventing human trafficking, but just protecting specifically kids, but even adults um, against abuse and maltreatment against them. So um, I am currently, and I, I love the organization I'm with, it's the Trafficking in America Task Force. Our CEO is Jerome Elam. It was started by um, it was started back in 2011 with uh, Yvonne Williams, an amazing woman uh, who spearheaded a national campaign of bringing awareness to human trafficking. And Jerome, you can find him on, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. He's on Instagram and Twitter. And um, Jerome is an amazing child sex trafficking uh, survivor. He's a speaker. He's a Marine veteran. Jerome is quite the pillar in the fight. Um, You know, much like I I say it often in a lot of podcasts, so many of us do what we do because we've got our own story. And Jerome is um, in that boat as well. He um, is open about his horrific experience as a child um, being wooed by um, his stepdad. He was groomed within his own family, which is far more common um, than people would like to believe. If you haven't heard it already, um, the movie uh, Taken uh, years ago that was created, that is not the most accurate reflection of what human trafficking and more specifically sex trafficking looks like. Um, An accurate reflection is that it starts in the home, that um, there's issues in the home that create targets on kids' backs. And quite often there's even uh, grooming that happens within the home and the traffickers can be relatives. Um, But that's a painful, ugly truth. So we don't, I don't think we talk about that enough in the trainings um, and awareness as much as we talk about more of the the distant concept or surreal concepts. But I hope through this series, since it's Human Trafficking Awareness Month, um, I plan on doing no more than 10 minute podcasts because I know this is an intense topic. So today I really want to just focus on maybe the notion, the term of sex trafficking And let's discuss terms around it and let's discuss um, maybe additional pathways, uh, details, and better understand what sex trafficking looks like. So I'm going to stop and ask you to take a breath. Um, Quite often with the discussion of sex trafficking, there's chest pain, there's fear, there's anxiety. there's, there's panic that rises up in a lot of people, but I'm a, fe- a firm believer, huge believer that knowledge is power, all right? So I'm giving you this knowledge to equip you and empower you. There is information out there that can help you feel in control, 
not out of control when it comes to this concept, okay? So let's start there. Let's first start with the idea, what is sexual exploitation? And I say sexual exploitation because it's a much broader term. When you think of somebody being exploited, now what do you think of? If they're being exploited, they're being used for someone else's gain. So sexual exploitation is the use of someone in a sexual manner for someone else's gain. Now that doesn't have to be a third party. Uh, Sex trafficking and sexual exploitation can happen simply between the victim and the perpetrator or the trafficker or the rapist. Let's not call them a John because there's not enough dignity to give a perpetrator, a rapist of another person, an actual name. So forgive me when I use terms of trafficker, perpetrator, rapist. They're heavy terms, they're hard terms, but getting used to the terms validates the victims. Because we're just having to say that, we're just having to hear it. They had to live it. So I want to encourage you as uncomfortable as talking or listening about human trafficking might be, get comfortable with the uncomfortable topics. And that's kind of what your insightful life is all about. It's growing, it's getting past the ugly and the hard to get to the other side. I've spoken with people both inside and outside this industry. And you know, what we notice is those of us who've been in the industry for years, um, sometimes we seem um, blunt or crass about it, but it's, it is because we've been exposed enough. We still keep passion about the purpose but we've used the terms um, of sex trafficking, of exploitation, of abuse enough that we can say it without having a visceral response every single time. And I think the only thing that um, that has contributed to that is exposure. So hopefully, um, as you listen through these series of podcasts, it'll help you um, gain in your awareness and your exposure. So just to cover the topic uh, of the terms, just the definition of sex trafficking. That's all I'm hitting on today, okay? It's, you've heard these, human sex trafficking, sexual exploitation, domestic minor sex trafficking. That's, that's been the area that I have seen, actually 100% of the victims I've served have been domestic minor sex traffic victims, which means um, under the age of 18, they were American born individuals. So they were born here in America, um, American citizens uh, violated on American soil and violated by American citizens. So domestic minor sex trafficking, it's sex trafficking that's happening right here in the United States with children born right here in the United States. Even when I've worked with survivor, uh, adult survivors, um, 100% of the 
survivors that I work with that are over the age of 18 um, were violated under the age of 18 their first time. Sex slavery, we've heard about that. Child sex slavery, right? So sometimes you'll hear the term commercial sex trafficking. Commercial sex trafficking means there's financial gain for a party in a position of power. Quite often when it's commercial sex trafficking, um, there's the regular selling of a product to a third party. Um, Commercial sex trafficking, because of its frequency of sale, there's usually a third party buyer. Um, Whereas with human sex trafficking, there doesn't have to be a third party because um, sex trafficking by definition is, we talked, that's exploitation. Anything in exchange for a sex act, anything of value, let me clarify that. So what has value? And this really often, it rocked my brain when I realized it, how common sex trafficking is. Are you ready? Have you ever known someone to be sexually abused? Let's start there. Some of us have, some of us know people, some of us have been sexually abused. Now, of the people you know who've been sexually abused, was there ever um, a threat of something of value being taken away or did they ever earn something of value? Do you know what has value? Video games have value. Um, Housing has value. Your bed has value. Being able to go outside has value. Um, Being able to eat, being able to go to school, being able to have your cell phone, being able to get your nails done, get a new shirt. So anytime a sex act is performed and anything is given an exchange that has value, that is sex trafficking. It may not be commercial, but it's sex trafficking. And when I noticed that because of of the years that I've worked with survivors of sexual abuse, before I got in specifically to the work of sex trafficking too, Wow. It just made me realize sex trafficking is happening in our neighborhoods. And it's scary and I'm sorry. Um, But the thing is, when you know what the enemy looks like, then you know how to prevent it. Um, I believe, I 100% believe sex trafficking is preventable. And we're going to talk about that later. So getting used to the terms, right? Saying no to sexual abuse um, and teaching children that no means no, teaching children they don't have to hug that relative, um, getting your mental health under control. Those are ways to prevent human trafficking in our society, in our culture, and with our kids. That's why I believe knowledge is power. We don't have to be afraid of this because we can do what we are uh, educated to do. Um, And the reality is we could forever live in fear, but I could live in fear of getting cancer, of a tornado, of dot, dot, you know, a plane falling out of the sky. But 
I choose not to because I've had enough education about those things that the likelihood dot 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 that a plane's going to fall out of the sky, right? So I hope that's the same thing too. So with January being Human Trafficking Awareness Month, okay? Just uh consider that term when you hear sex trafficking. I want you to think sexual exploitation. It's that abuse and misuse of power for a sex act. And then when something of value is exchanged, that sex trafficking because the thing is the victim can be the recipient of that item of value. Sex trafficking remember can only it, it's okay if it has two parties it does not have to have a third party. So that is episode 1 of sex trafficking in America, okay? I want to hear from you if you have questions or comments, reach out to me. and uh we'll get on to episode 2 um although of course now the episodes are going to be uh, I'll keep the episodes in order of what your insightful life says but um it's part 1 right of sex trafficking in America all right thank you for listening thanks for diving into a hard topic with me and we're going to um keep diving in and uncovering the truths all right talk to you soon <laughs>